Hello and welcome back to On the Spot Thought. I'm here with Lauren Costello. <laughs> Before we get started, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes. Um, I am a current student at Kansas State University, which is where I met Dawson at, and I am from Kansas. I've lived here my whole life. I've gotten to travel a little bit through internships and just other whereabouts. Um, I like to be outside. I like to be active, and um, I also like to sew a little bit in my free time as kind of a stress reliever. Yes. What do you sew? Um, I embroider mostly. So I've taken, like, shirts or pillowcases or whatever that I have lying around and just like stitch little designs on them it's been a lot of fun yes yeah. it's something that it, at the end of the day when you just don't want to do anything anymore you just sit there and make a few stitches the only thing that really sucks about it is that it takes forever to do because yeah. I've been working on the same thing for the past like four or five months and it's this big <laughs> Which, not that you guys can see it. I don't know who I'm talking uh, yeah. to, but <laughs> the general audience, yeah. very small. It's yeah. about like two inches by two inches at this yeah. point. So. And what are you? And you're saying you're working on that right now? Yes. What is it? It's just flowers. Oh, just flowers. Yeah, yeah. just like throw little stitches. What in are you putting it on? A blanket? Um, just on a shirt. It's on like the little right here, the like collarbone area yeah. of a shirt. Okay, cool. So. Yeah. Yeah. One of your own or someone else's? No, it's just one of my own. Yeah. It's just been sitting in my closet, and <laughs> it was plain and didn't have anything on it. I was like, I'm going to throw something on Yeah. Here. So it's uh, it's coming to life. Yeah. But oh, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah, I know someone who's pretty into knitting. I know that's a different thing kind of entirely. But, uh, but it's the same. Same genre, it's, right? It's, it's a community of people, I think, still, yeah. of just the creativity and going to mm-hmm. fabric stores because they're just a very warm and inviting place. Yeah, I do want to get into quilting when I actually have my own house and stuff. And so, yeah, because we have a sewing machine at my like house house that no one uses, but I don't have room for it in my college. You don't want to just carry this and massive I, sewing machine no, to your college home. No, they're <laughs> kind of big and kind of chunky, so it yeah, doesn't they, quite work very really well. They are chunky. So I'm gonna get my grandma to teach me how to quilt once yeah. I'm an actual adult. Yeah. Because quilts are just the best things. Yeah. Like especially a homemade one, like you know it's got love in it. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So always. when does actual adulthood happen? Probably like two years after I graduate because the first two years are probably still going to be a bunch of mayhem of moving and figuring things out Mm -hmm. and what I actually want to do with my life and all that stuff. So well, once I get settled into a place and I'm like, okay, yes, this is where I want to be, at least for the foreseeable future, Yeah. then that's real adulthood. When I'm like consistently working out and making food for myself, that's actual adulthood. I feel like it's... We're going to continually be like, adulthood's just around the corner, but I'm not there yet until one day you're like, I actually am just a full-blown adult right now. Honestly, like it's just going to hit you. Like I think train. it won't hit until I like retire. Like, <laughs> you're like, I'm not actually an adult. I'm just like trying to figure it out when you have like three kids that are all in college. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I'm just still figuring out. Don't worry about it. And then you retire, and they give you a watch, and you're like, oh, yeah, this is, this is adulthood. <laughs> once you get that watch, you're like, I'm an adult. <laughs> You, you have grandkids at this point, but it's just like that watch is the one thing. The watch is the only thing that makes you an adult. The fancy watch. It well, it has be, to be a fancy watch, obviously. all of my watches I've purchased have been from Walmart, and they don't last very long. So yeah, I need but a they legitimate are cheap. one. But they, they are, are cheap. cheap. You know, that's, 
that's big fan of the cheap section. Yes. Things, you yeah. Know? Yeah. I should really ought to buy a decent one, but we'll yeah. figure that. When I'm a real adult, I'll get yeah. a decent oh, watch, yeah. and then I don't have to worry about it until then, though. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so the topic for today, generally speaking, is paths to conversation. So, like, small talk versus awkward conversation, stuff like that. Like, what brings people to conversations? Oh. So, we're going to start in childhood, right? Okay. So, as a kid, what do you think draw you, drew you to conversation the most? Like, why did you find yourself talking to people or parents as a child? Um, so, as a kid, I was incredibly shy. I hated yeah. talking to anyone if I could avoid it. So, really, the only time that I would talk to people is, like, if you needed something. Yeah. Which, for the most part, for children, that makes sense because, mm -hmm. I mean, you you don't have a lot of other things on your mind other than, hey, I need to be fed or <laughs> <laughs> something along those lines. So... I think it's mostly just need-based conversation when mm -hmm. you're a kid and then just absolute gibberish as well that kids <laughs> love to make up. Yeah. But, um, I mean, there's definitely these little kids who will talk about anything and everything for yeah. ever yeah. and just want to be heard or they'll talk. I mean, people make up imaginary friends because they want someone to talk to. Yeah. So maybe I was kind of the outlier there in the fact that I didn't want to interact with people when I was a kid other yeah. than like the people that I was very close with mm -hmm. so and some of that could be a need-based thing they need that community and they need to um, have someone to relate with that's fair and so that's why they want to talk a whole lot whereas other people don't have as much of a need for um, the community and uh, the, the community they have good community within their family and they don't feel need for more community or um, they just don't feel that so um, that could be one of the reasons maybe uh, that's why I was a little little in the corner kid and not a whatever not a something like yeah, that not a something, whatever not yeah. a not a outgoing <laughs> bouncing off the walls talk to nobody's a stranger type of kid yeah which maybe it kept me safe who yeah. knows hey stranger maybe danger Str stranger, stranger danger, danger right yeah maybe i just got scared straight yeah <laughs> don't talk to anyone yeah my younger brother as a kid was just talk to everyone he would mm -hmm. go to like the pickup basketball courts He'd be like, hey, can I play with you guys? You know, like high school and college kids playing basketball, and he's just like a six-year-old kid. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Hudson, don't, 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 do, that. don't do that. And he's like, why? They want to play with me. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, yeah. For the most part, people are good. but uh, uh, yeah, yeah, people are good, but there are bad people. Oh, out there. absolutely. But no, my brother, my little brother is the exact same way. It's just he knows no stranger. And mm -hmm. like, I was convinced that like, even when I was in high school, people knew me better as Michael's older sister than as myself. Yeah. Um, he got into a very bad habit of during our basketball and volleyball games when we were in high school, he would go to the concession stand without any money. He'd go line up, he'd order whatever, his nachos or whatever, and they'd be like, all right, that's $2 or whatever. And he'd just turn to the person behind him and say, hey. <laughs> and then they, they would be so flustered that they would just pay. And they're like, hey, did you know? They'd like come up to us later, and like it was a small town, so everybody knew everybody. Would yeah. like come up to us, and they're like, "Do you know Michael just like went to the concession stand without any money?" And they're we're like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry." Like here we go. They're like, "I don't care. It's not a big deal. It's just like I wanted you to be aware." <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he is he is definitely very outgoing, and he's the best kid in the world. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. He's still that way, which is fantastic. That's awesome. Is he in high school right now? Or? Yes, he's in high school. This is his, uh, we're going to say <laughs> first year, senior year. 
So okay. he has Down syndrome. Okay. And yeah. so he's in the like a program that he'll stay in school for a little bit longer. But yeah. So he's technically going to graduate this year, and he's very excited about yeah. that. He gets to walk across the stage, do the, all that. But yeah. then he gets to hang around for another year after that, I think, is all that he gets after that. So Yeah. Yeah. And then he'll just do, like, a work release program, and yeah. they do – they do a really cool program where they like go to school for half a day and then they'll take him to a job there where he's worked at shoe carnival goodwill and now he's working at dylan's so yeah he absolutely loves it like, yes yeah. fantastic for him yeah that's awesome i've heard good things from about dylan's <laughs> from a variety <laughs> of people here in kansas and here in manhattan <laughs> i didn't even know what dylan's was until i came here a lot of people are that way yeah but no dylan's is people. by far the greatest grocery store i'm convinced people love dylan's because it's also the best thing about it is that when you go other places they still have the kroger and they're set up almost exactly the same way so they have kroger in some places out in denver they have king supers Mm -hmm. i think there's another one on the west coast i can't remember what it's actually called but because like dylan's was not attached to kroger originally yeah it was like it's own thing but then when kroger bought them out but then they kept the name so that way locals didn't start hating it and but they make them all the same so i can have my local grocery store anyway yeah and i love dylan's i worked there for a little bit too that was a good time yeah yeah i worked in the cheese shop do you enjoy that i loved it i learned a lot about cheese yeah ate (laughs) a lot of cheese (laughs) yeah well (laughs) glad you had a good experience working there i worked at a price chopper okay wasn't a great experience it was just I was a cashier, mm-hmm. and it was extremely bland, and you had to you had to stand the entire time. And if no one was there, you had to go walk to the front of your aisle and mm. be like a friendly person, which I'm fine with doing. But mm-hmm. sometimes I'm just tired of standing for yeah. six hours at a time. That is a long um, time to be standing. But, uh, yeah. And like people don't typically want to have conversation there. No, they, they just want to like, check out and be done. I want to get out. See, that's where I liked working for the cheese shop there where people would ask me questions and I kind of had to gain a knowledge base mm-hmm. of cheese, which <laughs> I've lost a decent amount of it, which makes me sad. But it was people would be like, oh, like we're having this wine and this thing. I'm like, like what would pair well with this? And I'm like, yeah. uh, look, uh, look at my binder. Cheese, uh, cheese. <laughs> but no, I learned a lot through that and through what people said. And they asked me for suggestions and all that stuff. So yeah. it was a lot of fun. I got to talk about cheese all day. And it was, yeah, it was a good experience. Yeah. Do you say you love cheese? I do love yeah. cheese. Oh, so yeah. much. It's, yes. Any, Whenever I have like a, I need a treat myself day, mm-hmm. I go buy a ball of mozzarella and then tomatoes and basil and I make a little caprese salad and Ooh. that is my absolute favorite. That's thing. your happy place. That right is there. my happy place and I feel really fancy whenever I do this too. Yeah. It's not like oh I need a shake or whatever from McDonald's, which there's definitely that day too. Oh but yeah. Like, it's like it's a treat myself and it's a. I feel fancy, so you just go out from there, like just feeling good about yourself in all different aspects. Yes, yeah. something about like putting a, putting work into a meal. You, you put, know, yeah, you put, put work, work into, into it. it, and it's like it's something fancier, and yeah. it's just it's, yeah. I feel good after yeah. that. I haven't done that in a while. I might have yeah. to do that this weekend, maybe. It's yeah. been a tough go, week. Go for it. Follow your dreams. Follow right? my dreams. Yes, yeah. I'll, I'll do that. <laughs> I did something similar for one of the first times the other day. 
uh, I kept talking to people about, you know, bizarre things, and one of them was not too bizarre, but, you know, you put, you get the mac and cheese, the grilled chicken, you put it in an omelet, and then make it into a panini sandwich. Wait, go through that again. So, mac and <laughs> cheese, you make the grilled chicken, because that takes the longest. Once yes. you have that, you make your mac and cheese. Okay. And you're going to pull the grilled chicken, and then you're going to put that into an omelet as you're making the omelet. Okay. Fold the omelet. So there's mac and cheese in an omelet. Mac, mac and cheese and grilled chicken in your omelet. And then, after you've cooked your omelet, you put it into in between two buttered pieces of bread. And then you put it into, I do. I have a George Foreman, that's what I put it in. Mm-hmm. But you can just have those panini press, presses as well. That sounds incredible. Put it to that. And, you know, I sat down, I was like, this is just going to be a large conglomerate of just random stuff. Mm-hmm. But I took that first bite. Life-changing? Life-changing. That thing was so good. I think I think what it was was when you put everything in the egg, the egg kind of seeped into everything else, and mm-hmm. you don't need to put cheese in your egg anymore because the mac and cheese covers that. Yes. Anyway, so that was that – was, uh, So did you get this from somewhere someone else that, like, suggested this? Or were you just, I have mac and cheese and chicken and eggs, and I want a panini? Uh, it, was, it was me and – Buren, we're talking. A friend of mine, we were just we're talking about b- bizarre things. He's big into panini sandwiches. I think you've mentioned that yeah, to me he's, before. He's a big panini guy, so he keeps talking about bizarre things. And I was like, you know what you should do? You should do this, this, and this into an omelet and then put that into a, a thing. And we kept talking about it. And I was free the other night, and I was like, you know, make I'm not happen. doing anything. Let's make it happen. You know? Sometimes you just need to get out there and make stuff just happen. Just got to make things happen. Yeah. Did you put an entire box of mac and cheese in your omelet? No, that would have been <laughs> absurd. It just I couldn't fold it. I only I did smaller omelets. I did three egg omelets. Okay. So that oh it, yeah, it could, that's a small omelet. It, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So, so it could fit inside the sandwich because it was too big. Yes. It would just like fall Be, off the side. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So now you have leftovers. For yeah. More chicken yeah. and. I know it was like. It's so it's so much quicker when the chicken and the mac and cheese are already made. Mm, it's yeah, time of making an omelet. So. See. I have a small caveat on this. Yeah. Is putting chicken in your omelets okay? Like, is that just like not just messing with nature too much? I, it <laughs> freaks out my brain a little bit. And chicken and I feel that like chicken should not chicken. go into eggs. It's just wrong. Just, just like it's too much. It's, it is. I, do you think the cycle's moving too fast at like, that it's point? It's just like, like what you. It's like what came first, the chicken or the egg? But you smushed them into I, one, and it's like, no, I'm just eating my omelet. And it's, it's just, it's. I see it as enjoying the chicken as a whole. You know, <laughs> just stick a feather on I, top just to really make it, <laughs> just to really freak it out. I don't want to neglect one side. Like I don't want want to neglect the egg while I eat the chicken, or neglect the chicken while I eat the egg. All right. I, I, I feel like I they would appreciate that. that. But also. When you may have like chicken fried rice, that would be the same thing because you put eggs in your fried rice. Right. All right. Well, okay. Well, there's just too many things that you're, they're throwing. Too much. We we got to move on to okay. something else at this point. No, no more, no more chickens and <laughs> no eggs. No more. No more it, chickens it bring, and eggs. It hurts my brain a little bit. It's kind of it's chickenception. Chickenception. Yes. That's what I'm gonna go with. Yes. Yes. I, that's fine. That's fine. So I'm gonna hop back on the conversation topic. <laughs> We hop around. It's just fine. Just a small just caveat. Just a small caveat. Um, uh, one of the conversations that a lot of people find themselves having are is small talk with people they kind of know, you know, like acquaintances mm-hmm. or friends or whatnot. The whole, ah, the weather's kind of cold today. It's snowing, you know, just saying facts of life, which, uh, yes. which is good and fine. Um, do you find yourself having a lot of those? Um, I think 
less and less. Yeah. Because as college has gone on, I've had a, you've you kind of realize who you want to stick around with and who you don't care about as much. That yeah. sounds bad. Yeah. But it's just you don't have time for everyone, and you want to really make time for the people that you really care about, mm-hmm. which better spin on it. Yeah. Um. So I definitely have no like small talk is definitely just a fact of life you have to with Mm -hmm. the people that you run into here and there but i it's something that i've always noticed that the people that you don't know and the people that you know really well are the easiest to talk to it's the people that you've met a few times Mm -hmm. that you don't know any real facts about their life but you still are like they seem like a nice person Mm -hmm. so maybe give it a little bit of chance and it's just that you don't want to make small talk with them because everybody makes small talk all the time. Like, who cares about the fact that it's snowing except for the fact that it's October and it's snowing and it's amazing and I love snow. But anyway, um, there's I feel like there's a better way to maybe say, like, just start off on go into a conversation instead of just saying, oh, the weather's great. Be like, how did the weather affect you today? Or just, I don't know. That that hey, seemed to, hey, it's, that's, it's a little more pointed. Instead of just making a comment, like start, turn it into a question. Because one, yeah. one thing that I've enjoyed doing is instead of like saying like, oh, how was your day? Saying, what was the best thing that you did today? Or like your best part of your week? Yeah. There was one time that I was talking to this guy who like I had seen in the hallways and like I knew his name, but I didn't really know anything about him. And... So I saw him one time, and I was like, hey, what was, like, the best thing that you did this week? And he was like, he stopped, and he got, like, all nervous. <laughs> and he was like, I could, like, see the smile on his face already. He was like, actually, I proposed to my girlfriend on Sunday. And I was like, no that is, way. That's awesome. It was amazing. Yeah. And it was a great, a great conversation. We got to talk about, like, I asked him, like, when, how they met, how long they've been dating, like, all these things about it. And yeah. so, like, then I really got to know him. And since then, we've become pretty good friends. Because instead of just asking, hey, what's up? Or how are yeah. you doing? Or how's the weather? You, I asked a more pointed question of like, what was the best thing you did this week? And it turned into this whole big story and we had a whole conversation. And now we're good friends because yeah. of it. Yeah. So I think definitely going into a conversation with more of a purpose than just to make pleasantry, which you can't always do that because you don't always have the time. Yeah. But, but when you can, when you do have the time, not just forgetting that opportunity yeah yeah absolutely yeah that's awesome so yeah i found myself um growing up the way i've been able to have longer conversations with people is usually integrating humor to some extent because everyone can relate with humor in some yes. way shape or form yes not everyone has the same sense of humor but you can usually latch on to something um, so i find myself myself doing that um, which has its upsides there are the downsides because you don't get into some um deeper conversations because you can't yeah. really I mean you could try to work your way there um, but sometimes you just got you got to break the barrier yeah with with the humor it, yeah it works well with new people because I believe it because if you're really tense with a new person a lot of people sometimes um, they, just, they don't know you so they don't want to say a whole lot of yeah um, but I definitely understand that yeah because like you don't want everyone to know all of your business so. yeah right <laughs> it's it's got to be one of those things you got to break break the ice yeah. war- have them warm up to you a little bit yeah and I think, yeah, humor is definitely a good way to do that. Yeah. That's you. that's a very good way to make people remember you in a pleasant light instead of just like, yeah. oh, that, that one guy from class, he's like, 
That one guy. That, it's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, that guy kind of had a sense of humor, I think. I, I think he was kind of awkward and mostly just <laughs> making fun of himself, but... But, but, I mean, I laughed once, so that's good enough, right? It's a positive. Yeah, so, you know, humor and then dragging them onto podcasts. I feel like that's <laughs> the best way <laughs> to accomplish things. Uh, mm-hmm. Have you had to physically drag anyone onto your uh, podcast? Not yet, but, okay. uh, you know, threats have been made. Threats uh, have been no. made. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. Tell me, no. <laughs> Uh, I think it's funny sometimes, uh, you know, at speeches when someone would, like my coach would sometimes stop, stop talking. Like, any questions, concerns, threats? <laughs> you know, just kind of an end. <laughs> no? Okay. <laughs> the last one, like, people are like, what the? <laughs> just throw them off a little yeah. bit. Get, yeah, make people a little bit uncomfortable. Oh, that, yeah. I think, is also a different way to uh, break the the small talk barrier yeah. of just make people a little bit uncomfortable, mm-hmm. which – Either could go very well or very poorly. Yes, it depends on how you approach that. Oh, absolutely. Because if you make them very uncomfortable, <laughs> they're probably not going to want to talk to you. But just like getting them out of their comfort zone a little bit, like yeah. just make them make them talk a little bit more about themselves instead of just like brushing that conversation off. You just like yeah, just br- break that ice a little bit more, make them a little bit uncomfortable. Because I think there's always uncomfort in like letting people into your bubble and letting people know about you. Because I mean, everybody has their things, and mm-hmm. you don't want the entire world to know everything about you, because then what are you going to talk <laughs> about? <laughs> Nothing, right? You just, <laughs> like, you already know everything about you're me, like, you already know everything about me. like, I'm just going to be here the rest <laughs> of the time. Just don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah, I, you see, like, the stereotypical version of that in movies a lot with the outgoing person dragging an uh, introverted person oh, into yes. an activity. Mm-hmm. I think that's the most common version you see that, but I think there are other ways that that can be integrated as well. It's a, I, I've definitely had to drag a couple of my more introverted, introverted friends out and say, hey, no, we're, we're doing stuff. They're like, no, I'm just watching a movie. I'm like, no, 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 no. we're going to do stuff. This is the, you're, you're, we're all graduating soon. We have to do things together. This is it. This, we have to do it now. We have to do it now because we're never going to see each other after now. <laughs> just, just take the complete, like, I'm never going to see you ever again. I am, I, as soon as I get my diploma, I am dropping you like a sack of potatoes. So don't even... <laughs> Better hang out with me now while you still can. Because <laughs> you say hi in the future, nothing. 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 Just cold ice. <laughs> Who are you? What? <laughs> I don't know you. Oh, oh, we lived together for four years. No. No, I no. don't. I think I'd remember something like that. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hang out with me that one time. You're dead. <laughs> no, but that's fun stuff. Yeah. And you mentioned kind of briefly, if everyone knew everything about you, conversation would kind of run out. Do you think you'd ever reach a point where you couldn't have a conversation with someone because you have nothing to talk about. I've heard people say that before, like, oh, I've just known you for so long, I have nothing to talk about. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't think that's how that works. No, I think it's one of those things that, like, maybe to, like, casual acquaintances, you're like, okay, I kind of know their basic story, and so you're like, Ugh. But you can always, like, people are always growing and developing mm-hmm. and have new things, so it's like, like say you know that they ha- they work this job and they have these siblings or stuff you o- you should be able to build on oh I know about their dog who's really cute like ask them how the dog's been doing like you can always like throw in a little bit more about just find out more find out the updated version of what you already know yeah and I think that there's also the point of where you know someone so well that you don't have to talk about yourself or them you just just talking about you just talk about things. absolutely nothing yeah. about paninis with 
eggs and right. mac and cheese in them. Right. Like that, 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 that doesn't tell me at all who you are <laughs> as a person, except maybe. Maybe it tells me a little bit too much about who you are as a person. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe. I, I don't know. I, I, we'll see. We'll but see. anyway, like it's just there's things that go on in your life that like constantly. Like, yeah. So I don't think there's ever really that point. If you actually care about that person, you, you'll never actually hit that point. Yeah. Unless you just don't want to talk to I think it's more of a... I don't know if I want to continue to talk to them, yeah. and I don't want them to know anything about anything more about me, and I don't want the, me to know anything more about them. Yeah. So, I think there's not. If you actually care about the person, you can't just run out of things to talk about. Yeah. Maybe in a day, sure. Yeah, but. Just like okay. <laughs> new I, day, I new stuff. Yeah. New day, new stuff. Just maybe you gotta separate a little bit. Mm, yeah. All right, come back to it. But like, there's always you can talk about sports, you can talk about the weather, you can talk about animals, you can talk about current events about something you saw on the street yeah there's always things going on yeah funny tweets as you saw <laughs> i love that the the, yeah. the the most the the best thing in the world is when you see something funny just like going through your day and you're like no who would think this is funny this person this and you person. receive that and you're just like that was funny <laughs> <laughs> i appreciate you thinking of the, me yeah. when you saw this yeah, there's something about thinking about uh, taking something that you know they would enjoy and mm-hmm. then sharing that with them. Yes, but I think that's definitely – that's where you don't ever hit that point is that you always share the things. When you think of – some, when you see something and think of them and then you share that with them, mm-hmm. I think that's how you never lose that of I don't know what to talk about anymore. Like, talk about this funny thing that I saw Yeah. that I thought of you <laughs> of. Yeah. I think the most comfortable you can get with someone is comfortable silence. If you oh, can be in the sure. same room, be silent, and not feel obligated to speak and just comfortable in that location, um, it takes a bit. I mean, it's pretty easy. You see that with family a lot of times if you have a good family background. Um, but, like, with new people, you're sitting there, and you're just like, I have to say something. I can't mm-hmm. just I can't just sit here and do nothing. Yeah. Do you feel that you've made a whole lot of friends that you can do that with, or do you see that mostly um, just with a few co- close friends? Um, I think that's more of just a few close friends, really, mm-hmm. because a lot of times you just, I feel like you can't really have that in a neutral place a lot of times, mm-hmm. where like if you're at your house or you're at, or you're studying or something like that, and you're, you don't need to, or driving somewhere, mm-hmm. you don't always need to be making that conversation, and I think that only happens when you've spent a decent, a long time with them and you're comfortable in that close space where it's like, it's either their space or your space. You're not just sitting in the, at a coffee shop looking at each other. Cause that's, that's when it's awkward is when you're just looking at someone, you're like, you met up to make plans and things aren't yeah. flowing. If whether it's a first date or catching up with an old friend of just like you specifically sought them out and said, hey, we're gonna do this thing. And then you have nothing to talk about. Yeah, that's, that's when you're just like, oh, this is awkward. I need to make conversation. I don't know what to talk about. Yeah. But I think it's the people that you've spent time with and you're in, you just have spent so many hours with that you're just comfortable being there and you're like, I don't need to talk. I, I'm, you know who I am. I know who you are. And I think that's a good thing. Yeah, and conversation will come. It's yeah. just not here right now, and that's fine. Yeah. yeah. How, how would you say you deal with awkward conversations where you, both parties kind of don't really know what to talk about. Have you ever found, your, found yourself in a situation like that? Oh, I have found myself yeah. in plenty of those situations. Um, typically, I 
kind of depends on the person. I am very bad about just making fun of myself in um, <laughs> awkward situations yeah. and just like saying, I did this thing the other day and like now, now or I have to deal with this and deal with the outlash or whatever. And that's one of those things where you said of like humor kind of breaks the ice. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I'm, I know I'm not making them feel bad because I'm just bashing on myself and I'm comfortable enough with who I am as a person that it doesn't like bother me. Yeah. There have been a few people that are like, like, are you actually okay? But I'm like, <laughs> yes, I'm fine. It's whatever. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of one of those things is you just kind of make a joke at your own expense is mm-hmm. always a good, for me is typically a good mm-hmm. way to just kind of break that. And then hopefully that flows into something else. Cause it's the worst when you are like, okay, this is something I can talk about. And they're like, oh yeah, that's really funny. Yeah, and then they just and then nothing sit else. There. Yeah, yeah. And joking at your own expense, I think is it's a great way to do that. But again, if you're comfortable with yourself, yes. if you're not, um, it can be pretty unhealthy for you. <laughs> yeah. You know, continually bashing yourself and hurting yourself. But if you're comfortable with yourself and you're like, I <laughs> do this, and they're like, that's weird. <laughs> I'm like, yes, but I'm a great person. <laughs> yeah, where it's like, oh man, like you say, like. What's something that I, I don't know. I can't think of anything right now. Yeah. Which is bad because it's one of those things that it's like, I should be able to <laughs> pop those out and Fire be like, all right, off. we, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it is what it is. Yeah, I think humor is good, although sometimes it crashes and burns and just does not do anything, especially with, I went on a uh, blind date my freshman year. Oh, yeah. exciting. And so, um, it was it was set up because I'm tall and she was tall and that was kind of the the main premise for that. Um, but uh-huh. we didn't really connect on too many levels. Okay, other than and the height, other, we look each other <laughs> in the eye. Yeah, exactly. But uh, um, so I tried to you know make jokes, make some humorous conversation, and she just was not didn't didn't really connect with the humor that I had. And so it was a lot of I'd make a joke and then the awkward laugh and then the silence again. Mm. Yeah, that so. is. And sometimes you just don't connect with people, yeah. and that's okay. Yeah. People just don't so, always yeah. mesh. And that's fine. That's I powered fine. through the rest of the night <laughs> and made uh, it home. Hopefully she doesn't think of you as a terrible person. Yeah. That's all you can hope for. Cringy, maybe. Was, was there a second date? No, there was okay. not. Sad. Uh, it, was kind of a, it was kind of a mutual both way kind of a thing. Yeah, just like, <laughs> yeah, just like we don't really connect. But, but yeah. I mean, tall is kind of a – a hard thing to just be like, oh yeah, instant connection on this. Yeah, yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I appreciate the friends looking out for me. You know, yeah. you know, you know. But I, I yeah, that's a that's <laughs> always a good thing to have friends like that. They're yeah. tr- pushing you right. to out of your comfort zone <laughs> and uh, trying to make you a little bit better, yeah. or maybe not better, but out there. Out I don't know. Different. Different. Uh, oh, they're trying to change the, you now. Oh, your friends oh. don't actually like you the way that you are. We need to change. We, that needs to. Any, uh, have you ever gone on a blind date or an awkward date? I have never gone on a blind date, and honestly, I've really never had a bad first date. Wow. Which is, huh? I don't know. That's awesome. That's that's kind of. I never really thought about it. I've <laughs> uh, most of my dates have been pretty good, but I like. That's a plus I think sign. Especially right? in like today's day and age of like. You text before and like do all these things, and you. It's a build. By up. the time you actually go on a date, you actually know the person, probably too well. Yeah. And yeah. it's like that. I think that kind of kills. 
because you by the by the time that you've actually built up to the time where it's like I want to go on a date with you, there you've you've already you've you've weeded out anyone that you actually want to get along with. Yeah, which I think there's like good and bad to that because mm-hmm. I don't know. It's kind of fun to like actually get to know someone for the first time in person. Yeah, whereas getting to know someone over the phone is like oh. you at least hit some bases. Like okay, like I know I don't like certain things about people and I know I do like certain things about people so you can you're not you don't walk away from a date saying wow that was terrible I never like I can't believe I went on a date like you have a general understanding when you're going into a date these days yeah although I think I don't think texting is the best way to get to know someone I (laughs) I very much do not think so you can can take a different you can take whatever tone you want them to have in texting which can be a good thing can be a bad thing yes it can be a neutral-ish thing neutral-ish but sending very because everybody has a different style of text where yeah. some people use periods after every text that they're huh. like and they use full sentences and some people take that as oh my gosh they're mad at me yeah which like i have had that before where it's like i'm trying to talk to someone about like plans or whatever and they put periods after things i'm like i don't know what i did to make you mad but then like you meet up you meet up with them and you see them and, and like they're in a great mood and you're like do you always text like that and they're like yeah, that's just how I go. And I'm like, oh, okay, so you weren't mad. Cool. Good to know. Yeah. Where it's just one of those things that – and I have one of my roommates where she uses emojis all the time, so I know she's in a bad mood if she doesn't use emojis. Yeah. Where it's like I never use them, well, occasionally. Yeah. Just to – especially more so often with her. Like if there's something that I'm like, this could t- come across poorly, I'll always throw one in there mm-hmm. just to make sure that she doesn't get upset because she's had times where – I haven't sent any emojis, and she's like, Lauren, are you mad at me? I'm like, no, it's fine. We're good. I just, that's not how I text. Yeah. So that's definitely a very, especially with someone that you don't know, Mm -hmm. and like building up to, like, you met them, and you're like, oh, texting and whatever. And so you might, you may be weeding out people that you could actually really get along with just because your texting styles do not coincide. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Because my dad likes to throw periods and just, he does mm-hmm. a smiley face with the nose in it, which is kind of interesting. So uh, that's kind of yeah. Freaky. It's like the colon dash and then the oh, parentheses. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so it's interesting. But uh, I remember I was coming home and I was like, "Yeah, I won't be home till till late." And he's like, "Okay, period." And I'm like, "Something something wrong?" He's like, <laughs> "No, everything's fine. Period." I'm just you know, wait, yes. which is a generational thing because their generation that's just that's just how you write stuff. Mm-hmm. Whereas in our generation. A lot of people, if they were doing that, wouldn't be too happy with it. No. Yeah. yeah. I, if you exp- if you get an o, a capital O, capital K, oh, yeah. period, yeah. that's just like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like, what did I do wrong? And my older brother, we don't text very often. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we get along just fine in person and whatnot. We just don't really text very often. And sometimes he likes to just... <laughs> He likes to throw in weird emojis when he texts me just to just to make it feel real awkward. He's like, yeah, I'll see you at home. And then he does like the kissy face emoji. <laughs> I'm like, why, why you got to do this? <laughs> like, what is going to happen when I get home? Like, could, you, could we just not? <laughs> but I think texting can be fun. Um, I think it has, its, has some great positives to it. Also, it can be very dangerous. Yes, most definitely. And even with – that's one thing is that, like, you – a lot of, something that I use texting more often for now is like keeping up with people that I've met and that have maybe went to different colleges or uh, have graduated and that's one of those things that 
people don't like getting phone calls very often and it's yeah. very hard to coordinate times with mm -hmm. people or like you call them they're like oh like i have to go to a meeting i have to go do this i i'm just making dinner and all this stuff so you're like oh I, i'd like to but it's just so much easier to text mm -hmm. but you don't get that same connection and you don't get as much conversation in it either yeah. because a 15 minute phone conversation can be like three days worth of texting yeah especially when you're trying to catch up with someone mm -hmm. and you're like hey like what's going on in your life and like you don't want to send this big paragraph about these are all the things that are going <laughs> yeah. on in my life where as in it would take five minutes to just pick up the phone and call mm -hmm. but it's it's difficult and a lot of people are like why why do you why are you calling <laughs> yeah. me where yeah. it's yeah especially when you're trying to plan things as well it's just it doesn't work as well, but it's difficult, yeah. and people don't like it. But that's why you have to send emails every now and then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> emails. I want to catch up with you. Yeah. We're setting up an appointment. <laughs> yeah. This is this. Thank you, or best regards, Lauren Costello, yeah. and all my credentials. <laughs> I've attached a document. If you could please select the times that work best for you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was trying to convince one of my friends to go to the KU game with me this weekend, mm -hmm. and I was like, Here's my, or I like text her. I was like, KU game. And she was like, send me your, um, what, what did she say? It was like, send me your present, or pro your, send me your proposal. And so obviously I had to make a formal proposal. Oh, absolutely. And I made a PowerPoint presentation and all these things. It was not very long, but I like worded the, my email, and I emailed it to her just uh -huh. to be goofy. And I like made it very formal. And I said, like, best regards. Please get back to me in a timely manner and like all <laughs> these things. But then like, in your in my signature line, I have like Lauren Costello, architectural engineering, all this stuff. But it's usually like three things. But then I just put in all everything that like I could think of that I like she knows me as, and so it was like 15 <laughs> lines of just like these are things that I am. <laughs> so we had a good kick out of it. Yeah, it's I've gotten into a I enjoy emailing my friends every now and then. Yeah. Um, my first two years here, I was on the rowing team, and we had tutor tutoring hours and we had to turn in our phones during our tutoring hours. And so whenever I had needed to get in contact with someone, I would mm -hmm. just send them a quick email. And so we would just email back and forth during our tutoring because we were <laughs> terrible students. Um, but that was always a fun thing. It was just emailing instead of texting. It was- It's just kind of, it's it fun. Was, you it, know? Was, it, it caught people off guard a lot of times. Yeah. So, and yeah. then last year my phone broke for a little bit. And so I had to email people to get in <laughs> contact with them. And, they were just always thrown off, but yeah. it was fun and it worked out. Yeah. Except unless you didn't have their email. And then, like, then it's kind of awkward. Okay. It's like, uh, yeah. uh, I guess I'm not like, talking to you for a while. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. Yeah. But it's all good things. All good things. Yeah. I know. Sometimes, especially like with sarcasm. I don't know if you've ever tried to use sarcasm I have in a never, text. I have never used sarcasm in my entire life. Wow, that's that's impressive. <laughs> I'm going to take your word for that and not assume that that in and of itself was sarcasm. Uh, but like using that in text, I know in person around my friends back home, I use sarcasm a lot. I was a very humorous person, and I didn't really, I didn't like complain a whole lot to them about mm. them or anything like that. So mm -hmm. I didn't, I, I didn't really get mad. And I was texting one of my buddies, and I made a joke about something, some of the one of the memes he had sent me. Mm. And he's like, "Are you are you all right?" And I was like, "I was like, I'm I'm fine. I was joking." He's like, "Okay." <laughs> I'm like, "Dude, I was. <laughs> what have I ever done this like yeah. in person? Why would I?" <laughs> but yeah, it's all about perspective. There. Oh, it definitely is. Yeah. And that's one of those things that like you may 
especially if you're trying to get to know someone over text and you mm -hmm. use sarcasm in a text message and they don't take it that way because they don't know you very well yeah. or they haven't seen you in a long time and they yeah. forget like oh yeah Dawson is a very sarcastic person and yeah. he's gonna make a lot of these jokes but you kind of haven't been around you so you don't know you're like are you taking this seriously or not and yeah that's that's one thing that like I always I <laughs> the other day I like I was talking to my dad and he like kind of I was asking him about something and he like wasn't able to help me out with it and I was like oh my gosh you're the worst dad ever and then he was like Lauren and I said oh no I'm fine I'm yeah. kidding I'm joking <laughs> which like I, I didn't expect that from because usually yeah. we're like when we're in person it was we're very we can mess with each other quite a bit yeah. but it over text he just like didn't get it and I was like oh no like, no 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 <laughs> no, no, no. You're, not the, you're not the worst dad ever yeah I'm sorry, please. Yeah, please, please, please no. don't cut me off. <laughs> don't cut me off, please. <laughs> please let me come home still. Yeah. Am I still invited to Thanksgiving? <laughs> yeah. So, because, yeah. And it was one of those, like, I mean, for example, he, it was last week and we were talking about, like, possible job things and there was a company that I was talking about. I wasn't talking to them, but he is not a big fan of theirs and mm -hmm. they will remain nameless for mm -hmm. um, the sake of the podcast. Yeah. Um, but he said, if you accept a job with so-and-so, you are not invited to Thanksgiving anymore. And I said, okay. Uh, oh, well, okay. <laughs> okay. I will, I will take them off the table then. I apologize. <laughs> I, I understand. I get it. But yeah. yeah, he's just, he's, he's in the construction field as well. So he's had good and bad with different companies, which is nice to know because yeah. then I have an insight into uh, what he thinks and we're very, we're fairly similar people. So I would assume that I would think at least similarly. Yeah. And, some way yeah in some way shape or form so i got one one last question for you oh, what one. is your favorite kind of conversation to have favorite kind of conversation to have um ones that you are talking about absolutely nothing yeah when you are just making up nonsense with your friends which like that's one of those things that i i love about the house that i live in is that yeah all of my roommates were all very close and we can just talk about absolutely nothing sometimes of just making things up on the spot and just being silly yeah. with each other. And it's you, like the, when your side starts to hurt because <laughs> you're laughing so hard and those are, and but you've never said anything substantial in that. Yeah. And I think that's a great point to get in with your fr like close friends and family of just like, you're like, this is, this is it. This is true friendship. These yeah. are people that I'm going to keep in my life for the, the rest yeah. of my life. Is we don't need to have things to talk about. We can just be dumb and silly yeah. and make stuff up. And so bring joy bring into your lives so through that. so much joy yeah. into my life. Yeah. So awesome. that, is, that is my favorite type of conversation. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we're approaching the end of the podcast. Um, uh, do you have any last thoughts you wanted to share regarding the topic? Um, I'm glad that I got to talk about talking with you, Dawson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, interesting, like just inception was, stuff. We, going we were on. conversing about conversation, and it's uh, it was it was a good time. Yeah, yeah. And we definitely went on a lot of tangents. Yeah, I, that's the point. I'm right? also a big fan of tangents, which is kind of the whole making it up and yeah. talking about absolutely nothing. Yeah. So tangents are fun. It almost feels like you can be more comfortable in a conversation if you can just branch off into tangents. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's important to allow yourself to go on the tangents and not to continue to be like, we're not talking about that. Let's go back to this. Yes. Um, I tangents agree. are good. So this was a very tangential conversation yeah. about conversation. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
Um, do you have any shout outs? I like to give um, people an opportunity to shout out to people. Um, I'm going to shout out Erin Mills over there yeah. because she was the one that um, let me know that you had a podcast. Yeah. And so I think that has, uh, and really the grad office in general, because I'm assuming that they're going to listen to this, I yeah. hope. Yeah. Or at least some of them. Yeah. I can only hey. hope for so much. You can force some of them I to can force listen some to of it, them right? Into uh, doing that. And I think that's all my shout outs. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on. Uh, thank you for having me. Yeah. It's been a great time. Yeah, awesome. Everyone have a great day and a great rest of your week.